Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's Power Rankings Podcast, a.k.a. The Power Rankings Show. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison, and I am uh, pleased to be joined by absolutely giddy, not uh, curmudgeon Carl like he usually is, at Marcus underscore Mosher. Hello, sir. Elliot, what is going on, buddy? Uh, you were telling me about uh, the style of Marcus asked me literally right before the podcast. Hey, man, is there ever like a style player that you're just a sucker for? And I said, yes, running backs that don't just one cut and go. <laughs> which, so, I get, what, you, which you hate Raheem Mostert is basically what you're saying. Actually, I love Raheem Mostert. That's the ironic thing is I actually love the way he runs. It's Is he not the smoothest looking runner? Like, yes. It's 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 the closest to Arian Foster for me. But tell me, you were watching day three tight ends. We know that. Yeah, I was. I like the tight ends are like the the undersized 240 pound guys that play all different positions that you can play them in the backfield. You can play them out wide. You can give them touches like as a running back. We don't get very many of those as very often. But when we do, I get really excited. My favorite tight end of the of Marcus's adulthood uh, is Delaney Walker. Uh, the 49ers used to use him. Now, they didn't really run him, but they used to use him as an H-back. You know, they kind of used him the way they use Kyle Juszczyk now a little bit. They didn't yeah. run him like Kyle Juszczyk. And then, man, with Tennessee, Delaney Walker was really good. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. Tennessee was, you know, running well, Charlie Whitehurst out there and, you know, my, everybody uh, else. But My favorite tight end, like the style of play, we're probably not allowed to talk about that player anymore. So, uh, okay. Uh <laughs> You know, I did the morning show with Delaney Walker one time on NFL Network, and I'm standing next to him, and we go right into the segment. We're on live, and Delaney says something to me. You know, during our segment, I was like, Delaney, i got to be honest. I get your the button on your button down looks like it's hanging on for dear life, bro. Like, he was wearing shirts <laughs> so tight, you know, and uh, with his little I think I might have to do shoes. that for the next show. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, he was he was a he was a really good dude, man. Uh, awesome I had a couple couple little things real quick. Um, one, I, I saw where Asante Samuel said to Lamar Jackson over Twitter, like, <laughs> "You don't want to play here, bro." Did you see that? I did or play with the Patriots. Yep. Yeah that that was interesting. It's not um, surprising though. There's certain players that were really good in New England that just don't really fit the style of coaching that Bill Belichick has, right? Right. The other thing, and by the way, our big feature today, we're going to get into uh, NFC wins odds. Uh, like, what are the win totals for all the NFC teams? Uh, what what uh, book did you use for this? Uh, this is betonline.ag. They have, they're one of the few books right now that has all the uh, win totals out. So uh, thank you again for them. Yeah. So we'll get to that in just a second. My last little point here, and we'll get right into it. Marcus has got it ready to go, um, is, uh, and yes, as you guys all recall, I put Marcus to work in the offseason. He actually has to do 15 minutes of real work 
and do some rankings uh, as opposed to me doing it and then him butchering my rankings. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, I saw where Bill Belichick got in a little bit of not hot water, but people are all over him because he told basically Patriots fans, you know, look forward to how about the last 25 years? That is exactly what I was talking about on our podcast the other day. What's the point of winning the Super Bowl if nobody cares? I mean, if there's any fan base that should not say, what do we have to look forward to this year? It's the Patriots. Like, if you can't get excited about what that organization has given you, then like I said, what's the point of winning the Super Bowl at all? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. There's no staying I mean, power to what the Patriots on. accomplished. New England fans, you guys have been so spoiled for the last 20 years. Let's yes. Just, just relax a little bit. You're going to be fine. I know that division's really good, but it's okay to just be – eight and nine or nine and eight every couple of years. So okay. to mention two years ago, they had a pretty doggone good season. They went yeah, like 10 they went, and seven. They played the Buffalo and yeah. they played a tough Buffalo team. Well, even, yeah. even last year, like they were competitive all year long. They weren't out of the playoff hunt, you know, in week 14 or anything like that. They had Same. a lot of meaningful games down the stretch. Same with a couple of years ago. Before that, they they played a lot of meaningful games. They just didn't end up with a winning record. I think Correct. they went seven and nine or eight and eight uh, yeah. that year. Or was that? I can't remember. When did 17 games start? 2021 or 2020? 2021. So okay. this is our third season, 17 yeah. games. Maybe they went 7-9, and 10-7, and seven, and I think they went 8-9 and nine last year. Yeah. But speaking of win totals, we're going to get to the NFC uh, right now. Marcus, you got it up. We got them in alphabetical order by uh, city or state. We start with the Arizona Cardinals. What do we got? Five and a half wins for the Cardinals this season. I'm going lower, bro. I'm going lower. I'm going under that. So that means you think they're going to be five and 12 or worse. And I agree. This is one of the least talented teams in all football, but it's not like, I mean, they've got some other teams in that division that I have some major questions about. And we know Kyler will be back. Not a chance at all. They get to six and 11, seven and 10. If you're asking me, you know, like, am I betting my dog's uh, special, you know, apple peanut butter dog treats on it? I'm I'm betting the unders on that. By the way, excellent dog treats if you're trying to give your dog a little more vegetarian stack. Uh, by the way, Apple peanut butter treats, we could use a sponsor. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember the name of your company right now, so wait till next podcast. <laughs> That's a great pitch for a sponsor. Yeah. Huh? Can't really remember your name, but your product's really good. Uh, um, yeah, I'm under. Okay, next one. The Atlanta Falcons, seven and a half wins. I am taking the under here for Atlanta. Me too. Questions of quarterback. Uh, I think the front seven is still a concern. I like the secondary. Uh, if the secondary can hold the fort longer, which I think they will, um, I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, but I think that's a little too high on the win total. I'm seeing more of a six and 11, seven and 10. And didn't you say it was seven and a half? Seven and a half. Now, the good thing is yeah. I don't think that division is very good at all. Uh, we think Carolina could be starting a rookie quarterback. Tampa very well could be starting a rookie quarterback or Baker Mayfield. And they did win some games last year. Maybe they grind it out to eight, nine or something this year, but I, I'm not betting the over there. We think you haven't challenged them enough. Okay, what's the next team? Carolina Panthers, seven and a half wins. Oh, this is tough. This one's tough because I could see Carolina being right at seven wins. Uh, if you're a betting person and you want to bet on these totals, uh, I would bet online. I would walk away from this one. Uh, I like some of Carolina's defensive personnel. I worry a little bit about their talent outside. I like the Hayden Hurst uh, addition. Uh, what do you got? 
if Andy Dalton's going to be their starter this year, I actually think I like the over. But if it's going to be C.J. Stroud or insert rookie quarterback X there, I, I kind of think I'm going to go with the under. So I know that's a cop-out answer, but I'm going to take the under here for Carolina. Yeah, but I would say you're one of the best analysts in this business, ellipses, at the cop-out answer. Uh, let's go to uh, Chicago Bears. A very interesting line here. Seven and a half wins for Chicago. Mm. You know, this is another one that I think Bet Online nailed. But whereas Carolina, I would kind of barely, barely shade to the under. I think Chicago, I might barely, barely shade to the over on this, partially because of what they did at linebacker. I know linebacker is not the most important position anymore uh, on defense. This isn't 1985 or the 70s or even the 90s, but I, I like the Bears offseason uh, so far. How about you? They got a bona fide number one receiver, DJ Moore. You yep. talked about the linebackers. They upgraded the offensive line a little bit. It does feel like we've seen this tie where these teams go from having the number one pick one year, which obviously they tra- traded that away, but like Jacksonville, the next year, ready to go. Cincinnati in the Super Bowl the following year. I, I could see the Bears doing something similar, especially in that division where, man, the NFC North is not very good on paper right now. They might be this year Seattle uh, to me. Uh, the Bears, but uh, Seattle had a really steady head coach front office. The Bears uh, only in the second year of their head coach, Matt Eberflus. Okay, uh, that's the Bears. So you're a little bit over as well. A little bit over. I'll, I'll say eight okay. wins. Yep. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, let's go to Dallas. Nine and a half wins for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go over on that. I think this is easy. Uh, it, mostly because the Gilmore acquisition to me, I think he can still play. Is he the same guy that won Defensive Player of the Year? I believe in 20. 20- 18? Didn't he win it mm-hmm. the year the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl? Yes. Yep. Uh, no, I don't think he's the same player. Um, is he great with Diggs, who maybe didn't have the interception totals, but I think Diggs had a better year in 2022 than he did in 2021 when he had all those interceptions? Brandon Cooks was a nice signing. Terrence Steele coming back healthy at right tackle to me is very important uh, to this team and Tony Pollard's product uh, productivity. Um, what do you have here? The only thing that worries me is the schedule. It's a lot harder this year. The the divisions they play, NFC West, AFC East, two oh. of the hardest divisions in football this year. I, I'll say Dallas gets the 10, maybe 11 wins, but I don't think I'm jumping all over that total either. That's over, though. That's definitely over. So uh, that's where we're going here. Uh, I know, but if, I'm, to, if go I'm going to bet on one of these, I want to feel like, hey, the the line is three-ish games off, right? I just don't yeah. know there's a lot of wiggle room here. The the one I feel most confident about so far through our list uh the Falcons uh, going yeah. under. Let's go to the next team. Now, the Lions, I told you last year, I said, hey, I think this team's going to go eight and nine. Um, I don't think a lot of people were saying that. I was off. They went nine and eight, but but um, I, I, I'm I want curious you to guess. What the total is. I want you to guess. I think, well, they don't like to do even numbers. Like, I would say 10. I'm guessing Vegas uh, or Bet Online went with nine and a half for Detroit. And that's the line, nine and a half. Yeah. I'm going to go over on that. Uh, the NFC North is weaker. I, I, Chicago is better. But do I think Chicago is as good as Detroit? Not. Uh, Justin Fields is going to have to show me a little bit more. If he takes a Jalen Hurts step forward, look out. But uh, I like the Lions to win 10 games. I think I do as well. Uh, but I actually like this next one even a little bit better. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, seven wins. 
I'm going to go over on that, too. I think the rumors of their great demise is uh, a little off. I don't know that I'm as big on Lafleur, their head coach, as other people are, uh, but they still have some really good personnel on defense, uh, good personnel in the backfield. And I liked what I saw from Jordan Love uh, against the Eagles when he came in. I wouldn't call that garbage time in that Sunday uh, game. That was a road game in Philadelphia. Yeah, give me the over. So – it's important to remember when you're betting this one for you to lose this bet, they have to go six and 11. And I just don't see that happening with them playing the NFC South this year. Like they're at least going to go two and two in that division, if not better. And is there a chance that they get to eight wins, nine wins with Matt LaFleur, who's yeah. never had a losing season? I think so. I, I like them at over seven wins. Boy, you got dangerously close into Mike Tomlin's statistical territory there in your favorite. I do think I think Malafleur is a good coach. I do. Uh he's got a great hair part. Like he's got the kind of hair part you can only do with like one of those 79 cent black combs. You know sure. what I'm talking about? Of course. The, yeah. My dad used to lick my hair or lick his hand, rub it in my hair and then comb it to the side when he wanted us to go to the church. I hated that. Uh, <laughs> our next one yeah. is one that uh it's very curious to me. Los Angeles Rams, seven and a half wins. Oh, this is a tough one. Let's talk about the divisions the NFC West is playing this year. Because they play I, I, NFC East, AFC North. I think the AFC North is going to be tough. I think the NFC is going to be tough. Um, is that the worst combination? I wouldn't say that. Um, but that's not easy. There's no gimmies, real gimmies there. Probably the weakest team they'll play this year would be Pittsburgh out of those two divisions would be my guess. Washington, right? You know what? Honestly, Marcus, too many unknowns. Of all the teams we've said so far, far I'm walking away from this one. I don't know what Matt Stafford's going to be. I don't like the Rams offseason. I know you don't really like their roster overall. I still think they have a pretty decent nucleus. Remember, they played without Cooper mm-hmm. Cup for so much of last year. I think he's a great player, not a good player. Um I'm walking away. This feels like a 7 and 10, 8 and 9 team. It's terrifying. There's no way I want to bet on that one at all right now. Great coach, too. Yes. Uh, Next one, Minnesota Vikings. Eight and a half wins, and I actually would take the over there pretty easily. Me too, but if you said nine and a half, I was going to be like, oh! When you said eight and a half. They're going to get to 10 wins, right? There's going to be some regression from what they did last year, but it does feel like 11 and 6 is very likely again. Then again, they could fiddle fart around like they did. I know a very strong football term, like they did in a lot of games last year. And remember, they kept pulling those games out. Yes. And they weren't quite as good as their record indicated. But I'm kind of with you. Again, uh, I, I like the nucleus here. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the conference, probably. Um, I mean, last year, the best quarterbacks in the conference, you know, were Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, <laughs> you know, Man, Jerry Goff. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, if Dak can stay on the field, Cousins and Dak are on the same tier. That's using a Marcus term. All that really makes me shake my head. Uh, But I'll take the over with you. All right. Next one. Saints, nine and a half wins. And you are not allowed to let me bet on the Saints team ever, ever again. You know, I'm going to take the under on this. uh, But this is another one I'd walk away from. They're too herky jerky for me. Too many unknowns. I don't know how Derek Carr is going to fit in there. Um, I'm interested to see what they do. Uh, I still think they have some good defensive players. That'll help you. People don't factor in defense as part of a quarterback's supporting cast. That mm-hmm. drives me nuts. 
Um, but I think I would be more inclined for the under, but another one like the Rams, I'm not touching this. I agree. Uh, all right, next one. We've got the Giants at eight and a half wins. I will take the under all day on that one. Who's the NFC East playing again this year? What do we got uh, for the Giants? They, they, they've got the NFC West and the AFC East. You know what? I'm, I think I would lean a little more to the over, but this is another one I'm not confident about. But I think the Giants could go nine and eight. How, how many How many wins do they get out of the AFC uh, East? At least one. At least one. You how do you know Brian be- Dable doesn't? I think they beat Buffalo. How oh, about stop that? it. Get out of there. There's no way. Why not? Because they're the think Brian Dable doesn't know their personnel. Yeah, but I don't think it matters. <laughs> he doesn't have the personnel to beat them. I, I think they I think at most they win one game in the division and then they play the NFC West and I could see them only winning one or two there. And I don't think they're great in their own division. They they don't match right. up well with Dallas or Philly at all. all right, why don't you just poo poo my pick? Fine. I'm walking That's away fine. from it. Let's go all to right. the Eagles. Uh Eagles, uh second highest win total in the conference, ten and a half wins. I'm going over. Uh, the Eagles personnel is just too good. I don't see a great regression in Jalen Hurts' game because I don't think what he did last year was all that complex. Um, I think he puts the ball where it needs to be most of the time. Um, I, I shouldn't say it wasn't that complex, but I I think Jalen Hurts makes everything look easy. Um, at least he did last year. And he's got the kind of supporting cast that I just don't see a big regression coming unless he personally regresses a ton. I also think their style of play translates really well to the regular season. They're just hard to play uh, <laughs> during the regular season with Hertz's running style, with that defense. I think 12 wins is where I'm projecting them this year. So easily over that 10 and a half. I think that's- Let me just say this one thing on that. Uh, to kind of clean up what I was saying. I think it's not overly complex that Jalen Hurts would have to really personally play poorly because the cast around him is so good. If he progresses a tiny bit, I think that can be mitigated by the playmakers they have. 100%. Uh, And and I really like the way he plays and the way he approaches the game. He kind of keeps his mouth shut. He doesn't say anything controversial. He leads by example. Um, I thought he was phenomenal last year. Absolutely phenomenal. I, I think that's a lock. I would bet that one right now before we get to the draft, and that goes up to 11 or 11 and a half. You bet. Next one. You bet. San Francisco mm-hmm. 49ers, highest win total in the conference at 11. Okay, this is an even Steven one. I actually, as good as I think the Niners are, I 11 and 6 is kind of how I feel they're going to be because they have, as you pointed out, lost a lot of depth. And I think the secondary mark has played a little over its head last year, and it lost some players from uh, that group. And their defensive so, coordinator, D'Amico Ryan. Yes. You shouldn't forget that. But do I want to go under on the 49ers? Not really. They're, they're too good. I do. I feel pretty because confident. Because the quarterback? Yes, and we've seen over the last couple of years that they just start seasons off really, really slow. And you mentioned the lack of depth. What happens if Nick Bosa hurts his groin and is out four weeks? Like, I just don't think they have the talent on defense to overcome that kind of stuff anymore. And for you to lose this bet, they would need to go 12 and five. And with the divisions that they're playing, it's the NFC East and the AFC East and North. AFC North. Yeah. It's tough. I, I, I think 10 to 11 wins is where they're going to be at. So I'm, I'm fine betting the under. I think this is uh, this is one you can walk away from. If you want to bet on one of the premier teams in the conference, go with Philadelphia, not the 49ers. 
bet your dog's treats on that. Let's go Seattle. Now, this is one I bragged about my Lions pick last year. This is one I missed. I thought Seattle was going 5-12 and 12 last year. Uh, I don't think you were too high on them no. either. No. Would they go 9-8? and eight? They proved us wrong. Uh, what's, what's the win total this year? I'm going 8.5. And, and that's what it is, 8.5. I, I think bet online sees a little bit of a regression coming here. What about you? Um, I, I do too. Uh, I don't know that Geno Smith uh, can play as well. I really, their defense gives me concern. I'm glad they got Bobby Wagner back. I tend to look at an eight win team here and it's eight and a half. So I would, I would take a nod to the lower. I would agree. I think they're still going to be a competitive team going to be in the playoff hunt, but I can't see them exceeding that win total by two or three games this year at all. Next one, Tampa Bay Bucks and Buccaneers, six and a half wins. I think that's right on. Uh, if they finish 7-10, and 10, good for them. I don't think this is one. I think Baker Mayfield is a great unknown for this team. Um, they've lost some personnel, some veterans. Uh, you've talked about Leonard Fournette uh, on our last podcast about running backs. If you guys didn't catch that, that was an interesting discussion. Um, this is one I walk away from. And I know I've given five or six walkaways now because you've got 16 teams in the conference to choose from. Why pick one where you don't know what the quarterback's going to give you? I'll take the under here. I, I thought yeah. they should have probably only won six and a half to seven games last year. They got really lucky lucky and really fortunate for some bad calls, like in that Atlanta game. In the Saints game, Mark in- Ingram running out of bounds, and they still only got to, was it eight wins with Tom Brady? Brady's gone. They've lost a lot of key contributors, and this is a really old roster. I mean, this is just an old, old team. I won't be surprised if Tampa Bay is picking number one in next year's draft. The issue here is no one in their division is tough. No. No one's tough. They could easily win three or four games in their division, just close games that, you know, and that's why it's a little, and I I was impressed with what Baker Mayfield did for the most part last year. Uh, I don't think his career is done. I could be wrong, but it's hard to bet on a team only winning five or six games. You better be sure. Um, I just remember they they were bad last year, and they lost their quarterback. They've already lost two starting offensive linemen, Shaq Mason and Donovan Smith, and they've lost some key defensive players. I'm, I'm just out. I'm out. All right. Too much time on the Bucs. Let's go That's to Washington. Washington. Uh, our last one here, seven and a half wins. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Gosh. You go first on this one. I'm going first on all of them. This is – Mm. likely starting Sam Howell at quarterback. No, thanks. He played one game this season against the Cowboys third string defense and looked okay. And that's the guy that you're running with this year. Uh, I know they got Eric B and I know a lot of people are excited about that, but I just think they are a, a distant third best team in the division. If not the fourth best team, I'll take the under my issue here is that they have some really good personnel around Sam Howell. And uh, this is a team that went 8-8-1 eight, eight and one with not good quarterback play last year either. So it's but all Heineke, up from here. But but Taylor Heineke did grind out some wins for them last year that they probably shouldn't have won. I just don't know if you can trust Sam Howell to do that same thing. Now Marcus is all in on Taylor Heineke, of course. Of course. <laughs> no, he's yeah. a fine backup quarterback. All right, so you've got the commanders at under. Uh, I would not go under on this. this is another walk away for me. Uh, I, I think some of the stronger ones are Philadelphia. I'm okay with the Atlanta under. Uh, I'm okay with the Seattle under. 
Um, I'm okay with the Cowboys over. Trying to think of uh, any if there were any other earlier teams. I'm okay yeah. with the Lions as well. We like the Packers the over. over seven wins. Yeah, definitely like the Packers. Those would be my teams: yep. Lions, Packers. Um, uh, we also Philadelphia, like the Vikings, Dallas Vikings over eight and a half wins. I like the Vikings over, but not as much. Okay, um, you're not as confident on Arizona going under, but uh, it's just that's make, such a low total. That that's the only thing that makes me so nervous. Makes it sound like the franchise is falling into the the ocean or something. Well, the, the team going under. I'm with you, Green Bay, and you know I, I I'm not hating on the Chicago one either. Um, I'm I'm walking away from Tampa big time. Um, I'm walking away from New Orleans. I'm walking away from Carolina. Uh, probably walking away from Seattle. Walking away from Tampa. If I didn't say that already, yeah. Oh, we don't like but, the NFC this year. That's basically the conclusion that we came to. It. We're going to be watching a lot of AFC football this year. Well, I gave you my final thought on these, and I have given you my final thought on the boringness of the one cut and go, but I just wanted to say it one more time. You had the final thought, sir. I think the one team in here that has a little bit of sleeper potential is the Green Bay Packers. Like, what if Jordan Love is really ready to go? I think yeah. that roster is really good. It's young. I think the defense should be better. If Jordan Love could be like the eighth best quarterback in the division, why couldn't they get to nine or 10 wins and be right back in the division hunt? Minnesota, I don't think is going to win as many games as they did last year. Chicago has improved. I don't think Chicago is a 10 and seven team with the lions. Unfortunately, there's the, the franchise history tells you all you need to know. So it's hard to just be super confident about yep. that team, although I have a mild confidence about them. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on Green Bay. And what we saw Jordan Love last year looked pretty good. Let's let's see yeah. what he can do. Uh, Packers have a pretty good track record uh, there, and their head coach certainly has a good track record, as you pointed out. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm with you. But that's it for uh, today with our NFC win totals. We are going to do uh, the AFC. When should we roll out the AFC ones, like on Monday? Monday. Yeah, it'll be out on Monday. Yeah, we'll roll those out on Monday. We'll go through all 16 teams with that. Uh, also, we've got we're going to do some more power ranking shorts uh, for you. And so uh, look out for those. Got some good feedback. People seem to like the uh, the quick hitter seven minute podcast. Marcus doesn't like it because he has to do more work. But if you want to hear his work that he doesn't mind doing, uh, head over to Locked on Cowboys. It's a great Cowboys podcast. He does with Lynn McCool. He's a big fan of our uh, work over there. Marcus also covers the Raiders for USA Today. And he writes for PFF.com. He's at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. And we appreciate all you guys and Brinks. Y'all take care. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.